0: Welcome to Sci-Fi Tech Support, where we would try to answer the the scientific facts about how your favorite uh, science fiction devices and inventions work. Uh, I am Jaime Ruiz.
1: And I'm Patrick Delahanty. For the next 20 minutes or so, we'll help solve your Sci-Fi problems using
0: real science. We don't promise to be precise or accurate, but we will try to find the plausible way some of your the most notorious tech in sci-fi works
1: we'll have fun doing it and uh, it's been about a year since our last episode
0: yeah Oops. yeah w- stuff we happened som- yep something happened <laughs> and uh, uh, but th- uh, well we I-
1: did record another episode in like Seven different pieces through a bad it internet connection.
0: Y- yes. It, it Apparently, there was a wormhole, and it kept shifting positions or something, and and that's where everything went.
1: Yeah, we called in Dr. Rodney McKay. We yes. called in Scotty. But nobody could get this salvaged. No. So, so. Uh, we'll do a redo, and yep. we'll do it better. Excellent. Uh, let's, so let's go for it. Um, at the end of the last episode, if you remember from a year ago,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: we talked about the umbilicus. Yeah. That was the device in Mystery Science Theater 3000 where the MADs could send up various objects to the satellite. Basically, it's a way for them to send stuff to Mike and the bots and right. explain it. And it's pretty timely because they're bringing Mystery Science Theater back. There we go. Yeah. Whether it has an umbilicus, I don't know.
0: I imagine but it will or something like it, right?
1: Um yeah, they're gonna have some way to send stuff up there. So whether they do an umbilicus or they just send little rockets or shuttles, um, I don't know. Let's not worry how they eat and breathe. Or other <laughs> science facts, right? Just repeat to yourself, it's just a show. I should really just relax. It's
0: really, sh- just relax. Yeah, no. Uh, the umbilicus is is actually you know it's funny because it's 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 like a tube, uh, but it's basically a space elevator, and and. And space elevators are things that could work. Uh, basically, you 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 reach a place in orbit that is actually a little bit beyond uh, geostationary orbit, so that there's some tension. You throw a rope down, and you pull some stuff up.
1: <laughs> kind of like uh, a bucket in a well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I don't know. Because, okay, when they're re-entering rocket, or they're yeah, they yeah send okay. people into the space, they're re-entering, it gets really hot. Yeah. But that's just because they're coming in fast to the atmosphere. Exactly. Right? So that's if, it's, if this umbilicus is just stationary, and it's not going down, it's fine, right? R- sure. But it's going to be really cold, because the upper atmosphere is cold. Yes. space is cold. Yes.
0: And, and also there's, there's uh, wind, there's yeah. some vibrations. There's, there's actually... A, a you know, 20, 30 years ago, space elevators were something that everybody was just waiting to happen. It, it just required better, better uh, uh, technology for, for the tethers and whatnot. Nowadays, there's, there's been all kinds of interesting analysis on, on space elevators, and, and it's possible that they're not stable. Hmm. Uh, it's possible that they, they, they might bring down whatever you know, uh, mass you have up there.
1: I can't imagine that they would be stable because, I mean, to be in orbit, you're talking how many miles? Um, like, uh, Geostationary, orbit? I think it's, it's, like 60, it's 80. No,
0: well, yeah, but you, you can't do it from 60 miles up. You have to do it from 10,000 miles up.
1: 10,000? Uh, yeah. Wait. Well, not 10,000
0: miles, but 6,000 miles.
1: Wait. What?
0: Yeah, that's geostationary orbit. All
1: right. So I thought it was bad with 60 or 80 miles. But nope. 10,000? You have 6,000, whatever. Yes. Thousands, we're talking? Yes. Okay, something is going to go wrong at some point. Yep. Whether there's a hurricane on Earth, uh, you've got wind shear, you've got the temperatures, you've got space junk, you've got comets and meteors, yep. something along this 6,000 mile tube yep. is going to get hit. Mm-hmm. And you have to fix that. But what if it gets hit hard enough that uh, it breaks through? Yeah, so no. You're not it, it, okay. Space
0: elevators are not as as. It, I mean, however, what's cool about about it is it's a space elevator. Um, you know, un, um, underscores mm-hmm. the fact that you really don't need to have anything except you know uh, uh, your own strength to be levitating off the ground. I, I, there is no. Um, How can we say it? Physics doesn't require you to be spending energy to maintain your stationary position above the Earth. What? Right. So so like if you climb a ladder and stay on top of the ladder, you're fine. Uh, So so there's a lot of uh, machines that could exist that don't violate uh, that. That don't 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 violate conservation of uh, of gravitational mass and stuff like that. Well, the other thing
1: about this umbilicus, the space elevator, right idea that I don't get is, if you're not in precisely the right orbit, you're either too far out and you're pulling against mm-hmm. the Earth, or you're too close and you're pushing down.
0: Oh, but it gets better. If you're a little and bit in, you're yeah. also moving. Uh, you know, yeah. you, in the sky, you're always moving. Also moving yeah. to the right or to the left.
1: So it's like a balloon being blown in the wind, and sometimes you get lower, sometimes you get higher. But not only is there going to be the forces acting laterally against this uh, umbilicus, but up and down, pulling and pushing on this tube. Even the weight of the tube itself is pulling down. I I can't see how something would be strong enough that the weight of this huge thousands of miles to well some of it's in space so it doesn't matter but even the stuff well no it
0: it, it it this is the interesting thing it's it, since it's geostationary it's actually nothing none of it is in orbit everything except the last bit on top is is oh. is pulling uh, pulling away from the earth pulling down towards pulling the, down earth, the to center of the earth yeah Ugh. so if you're in if you ride a space elevator up for example you can be 60 70 miles up do you still have weight? you're you're never weightless until you actually reach the uh uh you know yeah. the, 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 the 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 geostationary orbit uh the rock or something yeah well but you
1: he, get less and less weight it's yes, not yes yes oh, weightless right yeah.
0: you get less and less uh because you 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 you, you will have some orbital velocity
1: yeah, cuz i mean theoretically on top of a mountain you weigh less than you do with Right,
0: but in this right. case, you what what's happening is yep. is that you're it's it's basically a centrifugal force. you're yeah. you're you're, yep. you're being slingshot around, um, and a, as you you know reach the place uh, the terminus of of the elevator. But here's an interesting thing, and 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 this thought just occurred to me: what if you don't have a tube, but what you have is is a uh, like an electromagnetic, uh, um, how, can, how can I describe it? Think of it as a standing wave. Think of it as a, as a, a tube, but it's a tube made of energy. Oh. Yeah, um, it's a tube made of, of either radio frequency or something like that. So maybe you have this geostationary place and it's shooting this, this uh, conduit down to earth
1: what immediately came to mind was uh those tubes in Portal 2 that you actually step into and you can get transported up or horizontally yeah. and, and
0: <laughs> right but you you could probably do that you could probably have basically think of it as a big giant magnet uh, in geostationary orbit that is pulling on a you know a specific uh piece of of metal down there uh, but uh, and you can do it with different uh frequencies you can do it with different ways, and maybe you can you can actually transport something off the ground without an actual th- tether but but you know by pulling um through th- some sort of uh uh, uh uh a cable made made of made of radio waves huh yeah, you could probably do that maybe e- even today
1: that's something we could do. No. No. All right. No. So. Well, th- you
0: could do it in a in, in very small scale. You could move maybe an atom or so.
1: <laughs> an atom. Yeah. Okay. Can, it's going to take that. quite a while to get your dinner up to the satellite of love on this. Yes. Eventually. On this uh, so radio wave umbilicus.
0: So maybe not.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Have you done enough uh, wondering how they eat and breathe in other science facts? Yeah.
0: I think I think we should just relax now.
1: All right. All uh, right. How about lightsabers? Oh. That's our main topic for this episode. Okay. And, I mean, Star Wars is coming
0: out. Oh. Oh, really? Yes. I haven't noticed.
1: You know. Oh. The f-
0: I knew there was something or other coming out, but hadn't noticed <laughs> the, the, the massive amount of hype.
1: Well, you know, if somebody hasn't listened to anything since our last episode, yeah. they may have missed that.
0: They, may, they might have missed it. They, they didn't listen to anything waiting for us to, to speak about yeah that. No, actually, I'm super excited. I, I have learned nothing from the prequels, and I am all in. So so <laughs> I'm happy to discuss lightsabers.
1: Oh, I, I learned a lot from the prequels, but I'm still all in, because it seems like uh, good old J.J. Abrams has learned a lot from those, too.
0: Let's, let's hope so. Yes. I, Until I, we I, discover I, that BB-8
1: is actually Jar Jar's uh, brain. Yes, and in a jar. my fanboys, no! Trying to return <laughs> their BB-8 remote-controlled toys in oh. to the store. And no. But uh, lightsabers, including yes. the uh, little blades that come out. Oh, okay. Of, uh, this new one.
0: Yeah, this new one is interesting, and it kind of sheds a little bit of light. Uh, <laughs> <heh>. On <laughs> <laughs> your wrists. On your wrists. And then you um, cut them off by mistake. Okay. The main thing that uh, the lightsaber isn't even though it's been mentioned and called that in 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 the, the movies that shall not be named, um, it, it is not a laser sword because a laser will not do that. A laser will continue. It will it will it will propagate beyond it, it, the point. A lightsaber It's a
1: laser sword. I think they called that called it that in Star Wars Rebels.
0: I think they called that in the episode one. They did? Yeah. <laughs> Oops, I think Anakin... I know they you know, call
1: so. it that in Darth's and Droids, the webcomic. They these screenshots from Star Wars, and they've put in captions as if it's an RPG group. Ah. They've been doing this for years, and they've been, they're have they currently working through Return of the Jedi.
0: Oh, man, that sounds so awesome. So just check
1: it out, Darth's and Droids. <laughs> Hilarious comic. Very cool.
0: No, anyway. uh, <laughs> I, um, our friend Tom... Yeah, no, Tom. Yeah, uh, he's doing a podcast on on as if he has never seen oh yeah uh yeah. star wars and he keeps calling it a laser sword <laughs> uh okay but uh, we know it isn't just uh, you know a big laser in uh, 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 in and and stuff because a laser will continue and and a yeah. lightsaber ends it has a terminus it has a point yeah. so there's Tons of different things you could do, that that do that. My favorite is again uh, magnets. Uh, it's an electromagnetically contained uh, plasma. Okay. So imagine that on the hilt you have a series of magnets, of so very strong magnets, probably produced with superconductors, um, so that there is only one region of space uh you know where the plasma can exist and if it goes beyond it the the, the electromagnetic fields contains it because plasma is charged particles Ch- a plasma is is usually a charged um uh usually very hot gas and uh it, it's gas that is so hot that it will uh you know cut through steel You can get those right now, you can actually go and buy a a plasma cutter and it will shoot a a stream of of, uh, uh, ionized air, actually I I think it's ionized xenon uh, and neon gas, uh, argon and xenon gas, Uh, and it will just, you know, cut steel. So I can see at some point in the future you, you make a plasma torch in the shape of a sword and um and you use electromagnetic fields to contain the plasma within it um and the hilt of this of the of the lightsaber could actually contain uh c- you know could could be constantly exciting the gas in this in this area and there's another interesting thing the way a, a lightsaber like un- unfurls is very telling it it starts at the hilt and then just moves up mm. so so i can see you know like uh uh, you create this this uh, electromagnetic field, and then you just release some gas into, into it, and, and as it comes out, it's, it's illuminated and, and bright and, and yeah, you, you could do that. So, I think
1: So basically I'm thinking some sort of fluorescent tube, but instead of glass it's surrounded with the electromagnetic electromagnetic field.
0: Yes except mm. except that it's very, very hot. Uh, well, yeah,
1: uh, it's. it's I, I'm saying fluorescent. Uh, right. I'm trying to put this in, you know, relatable things that I understand. Yeah, but yeah. I know it's, it's not going to just be a, a, a light on a stick. Right. It's going to be, very hot, very, powerful. The the thing. interesting
0: thing that I don't, I, I I'm not sure how you could do it is if you if you watch Star Trek, uh, Star Star Wars. Excuse me. Oh, taking your Oh my card God, away. Um, they they. Fence with them as if they were uh, solid. Yeah. So when two meet, there's a, there's a there's a a, a collision, and yeah. I I guess, um, you could say that the, what's colliding is the electromagnetic fields. Uh, however, it, 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 that's the hard part, I think, because making a, a a torch that will cut through anything like this, I I think it's it's not as difficult, as having it bounce when it meets another yeah. sword.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Um, But it, the the other question is, why would you have it though? Because it I know it's cool, but it's also extremely dangerous. I mean, you could you could <laughs> freaking yeah. singe, cut. You could. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. Well, if you hold an actual sword and you accidentally brush it against your leg, yeah. You know, and I'm not saying hard, but you know, you're just walking and it fine. Yeah. All right. You, you, Worst case, you get a little nick. Right, have a little cut. You do that with a lightsaber.
0: (laughs) There's no more leg. Lost a leg. Yeah, losing an arm. Yeah, and that that is very much, you know, realistic. That is the way it would behave.
1: And let's think for a second. How could I possibly make the lightsaber even more dangerous to myself? Let's have some little tiny lightsabers come out the side. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, what are you thinking? Well, uh, although although the one problem the lightsaber has is that you know they keep cutting your hands. Yeah. Y- y- you know it's it's.
1: That's uh w- well, that'll prevent other people from cutting your hand off, but you're gonna just.
0: You're gonna eventually grab it by the red or part. Or you
1: get you are grappling close to somebody and you end up getting up getting next impaled to him with you, a, with a. You impale yourself and him. So. Yeah. Great. Good job. There you go. Um not my lightsaber of choice. No, um, no. Yeah, my wife well, and I will be getting lightsabers ah, at, at dragon con next year and uh, I am not getting that one.
0: Yeah, no, I I I, I um I don't really know what lightsaber I'm going to get um for my cosplay as as old Luke who might not be there.
1: Yeah, he's not in the movie. He, they're just of
0: us. They're just messing with us, I yeah. know. Um but, uh, yeah, yeah. I Luke was has a
1: green one, right? So Lu- you Luke? You had you a be green old one. Luke, you can. Uh, it's easy. You don't have to make the decision. It's been made for you. Yeah, it's just. I, I've, I'm essentially inventing my own.
0: There you go. Um,
1: so, I don't know. We'll see what color I choose.
0: Huh. I keep changing. truce, maybe.
1: It was blue, then it was green. Uh, I know it's not going to be red because I'm not a Sith. Ah. But. Uh, also not Yoda, so that's why I'm kind why, of shocked. Why you do you think
0: why do you think the Sith is so popular?
1: That's why the Horde is popular in World of Warcraft, and you know why yeah. people love playing the bad guy. Why do people uh. dress as Klingons? Yeah, well, they're friendly now, but
0: well, yeah, but they're still a little like mean, mean spirited, uh, yeah. or, or war, warlike, which is
1: okay. Well, it's not what I'm drawn to, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, me either. It's, it's kind of strange. I, I, I tr- I've tried to be evil uh, like in these games, and the, it's
1: hard. The Sith, I don't fully understand. The Imperials, I yeah. do. Okay. Because think of it this way. You've got this band of terrorists that are coming, yeah. blowing up your peace moon. Right. And <laughs> millions, probably millions, at least hundreds of thousands uh-huh. of innocent people, contractors, yeah, contractors building and this, and you just blew it up
0: yeah terrorists they need to be
1: stopped yeah we should uh have them all carry id cards and oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um no but I guess, uh, uh
0: although although I, I noticed that at dragon con the the stormtroopers are always uh, they're always in a position of of authority and uh, they have the like the best areas and stuff so yeah, yeah my, my, there might be some benefits to, to being a stormtrooper, and, uh, and well,
1: I mean, in in the real world, the five O first does really good charity work. For yeah, this is true. People, So this is true. So they deserve the best. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, cool people. Anyway. Uh, so I guess our next topic we're talking about something in the real world.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 so I, s- I was watching this stuff, and and. Um, you know, there's uh, apparently in 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 sci-fi. There's always a, like ray guns and and phasers or laser guns or all kinds of, uh, all kinds of stuff. But apparently, there um, there is a, a a real life equivalent nowadays. Um, what they're doing is they're using a uh, it, it it goes a little bit with our, our our lightsaber idea. They they use a beam of light to ionize air, and so they use a laser to ionize air. And then they once the air is ionized, it becomes conductive, and then they Ooh. shoot a uh, they shoot a basically a lightning bolt through it. So it's, it's one point l- twenty one gigawatts. Yes, it's it's basically like like uh, like evil force lightning. Uh, shooting through the barrel of this this uh, laser, and there's an article
1: here that I can I'll put the link in the show notes. But there's a photo of straight bolt of lightning going right towards a car, but then it, as it gets to around the front bumper, it deviates down into the grill where it yep. finds uh, I think the lower metal. resistance path to the ground. Right. I thought cars were supposed to be safe for, for lightning strikes.
0: Well, apparently not. Uh, you know, laser lightning.
1: <laughs> Not this Ford Taurus, no. or whatever it is. uh so can we make laser lightning guns? Sure, I would love to have one
0: just yeah laser laser <coughs> <laughs> laser lightning um dock whistles and and laser lightning uh <laughs> toilet plungers what I don't know. If you can make laser lightning, you can make laser lightning anything, I think. I, uh, it's what we should do. We should...
1: <laughs> a toilet plunger?
0: Yeah, we should have a laser lightning economy. That's what we should...
1: <laughs> laser lightning-based economy. Yes. Uh, this says 50 billion watt pulse lasting two trillionths of a second will do. Right, right. It's, a, it's Okay, a so I need a few more batteries yes we
0: we need we need we need some more batteries it'll only be used for a short period of time so we're fine
1: so like three nine
0: volts yeah yeah it's kind of like that tingle you get when you you lick a nine volt (laughs) and and, uh, don't tell me it's just me
1: i I licked it once never again
0: Mm. i i do it every time i can but i'm trying to quit
1: uh, and so, the third part of our episodes, I believe, is uh, an audience question.
0: Right. So, we... we Let's see. what What is an interesting...
1: Um, well, oh. let's not talk about uh, light and force field. Let's talk about holograms.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, that's so, uh,
1: light light and... This skills. is a this is
0: an interesting topic. Uh, so, in almost every bit of science fiction and movies over you know the last hundred years, uh, there's been you know these projected images. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we want to ask our audience, um, how do you think uh, those are made, or could be made?
1: Now, now, to clarify, we're talking about the "Help Me, Obi Wan" sort of holograms, right. not the Star Trek holodeck. No. Because the those, they say they replicate it in... well, so right. they, they put actual matter there.
0: Yeah, there's, they're, which they're for calling some it reason hard you, light.
1: Yeah, and for some reason when you take it out of the holodeck, it lasts for a little while. And, and then sometimes it, it, it melts. Sometimes it's fine, sometimes it disappears. Right. Consistency, whatever. <laughs> um, we're talking about the the light
0: yeah. holograms. Yeah, yeah. We're, ta- we're talking about... And, 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 and we're not talking about Tupac. Because that's well, Pepper's ghost.
1: Yeah. You know, if they did a real tuba, Tupac, if they right. did a real Little Sebastian, Right. right. not projected against <laughs> yes. glass, that's
0: that cheaters. Right. Uh, um, so, yeah, how, how would that work? It's, it's what we a- want to ask our audience.
1: Yeah, and uh, if you want to write in, you can email us at podcast at sci-fi tech support dot com. Or call our voicemail line at 762-ADEQUATE, that's 762-233-7828. It may say you're leaving a message for Anime Cons TV or the Chibi Project, but you can leave one for us too.
0: Yes. Um,
1: I'll update that voicemail line soon, if okay. I remember. <laughs> I keep forgetting.
0: So, yeah, no, this has been an awesome episode. Uh, thank you, Patrick. Uh, oh, thank you, Jaime. No, my pleasure, man. It's good. To, uh, Together again. Yeah, we should this. we should do this more often.
1: Yes, we should.
0: We we have some topics to explore, and hopefully we you, will. Yeah, you know, we
1: actually have a huge list here.
0: Yeah, we, uh, hopefully get into it. I really want
1: to talk about portal guns and Stargate and replicators, and self-aware robots, spaceships, 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 spaceships.
0: spaceships. Uh, this is Jaime Ruiz, and remember, when your hyperdrive goes down, don't buy a used one from Watto. He'll he won't take your Republic credits.
1: Or when your transporter scrambles your molecules, something awful, and Scotty's on Ryza.
0: Remember, call Sci-Fi Tech Support, and we'll have you fixed faster than you can blink. Yes, but don't. Don't blink. Blink and you're dead.